Bartel outnumbered, gets rid of a couple, bouncing ball, Mooney, still Mooney, Milburn, can you believe it? The sub probably wins a ball. Oh, the sub! <laughs> the super sub! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Super Coach Super Subs AFL podcast. With me is my special AFL fantasy expert, um, Vincent Letterer. Good to be here. I mean, I won't have too much super coach expertise, but I'll do a bit of fantasy. So hopefully we can have a good time there. So as Vincent's, uh, he's a Perth boy. Uh, so they don't acknowledge the best AFL fantasy game in Australia there. They play the ripoff merchant one. Actually, we play the truest form of AFL fantasy. And that's where it's called actually AFL fantasy. So that is what I'll be discussing. But before we get too much into which one's better, because clearly fantasy is the better option, um, yeah, right. we can probably start discussing some actual tactics and where we're going with our teams. All right, so how many trades do you get this week? Do you get any bonuses? Um, yeah, so usually every other year it's um, two trades a week. Um, but obviously because of coronavirus and all those impacts, um, we're getting three trades this week, next week, and the week after. Um so that's a nice little bonus and gives a few more options. How about you guys? We're just, we're just straight into five trades this week, and I'm pretty sure it's back to normal. Wow. Five. It might be three from there, but we've got five 27 trades to go. And... Very nice luxury. Oh, mate, I can make so many changes, but I don't know what to do, and I don't know how to do it. Yeah. I mean, I mean to be fair, a lot of it's going to be based on who holds their spot from round one because, because there was such a large change from round one to round two. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if a fair few rookies are gone. I mean, Tom Green's probably the obvious one most people are saying. will probably be gone for Callum Ward. Um, and then from there, yeah. so there'll be a few other ones. Which... He's an expensive one, isn't he? Yes. Yes, he is. He's more um, of the uh, primo rookie. All right. Um, do you want to start us off with someone that you might be eyeing off with getting into going into round two? So the big one here is my defense is, I think a lot of people's defenses are absolutely appalling. Yeah, I think I definitely relate in fantasy as well there. I, my, I hate my defense. It's terrible. Um, I'm sitting with Houston, Crisp, Weller, Doherty, Roberton, and Zerk Thatcher with Brandon on the bench. And Houston, Crisp, and Weller all binned out. Yes. And Robert and Ben down. Robert had maximum binning out. And like the big defense to look at, um, what seems to be like the high scorer and the player who everyone seems to be keeping an eye on is Jeremy Howe. Yes. Who went huge uh, with that 156 in Supercoach. I'm not sure he got in fantasy. Yeah, no, he cracked a ton in fantasy, which yeah, so obviously scored coronavirus, it's way harder to get um, a ton in fantasy. Um. Obviously, there's slightly different um, scoring systems. Um, but yeah, basically, 80 is a new 100 for us. Uh, but yeah, how managed to get a ton in round one. I think the big thing is whether or not he is able to play that fantasy-friendly role that he had in round one, or if he'll have to go back to playing lockdown roles. Um, you feel like with Jack Magden in the team, yeah, I think Matt still Magden's in the team. a big one. Yeah. Will he hold his spot? Look, I don't want him to because he sucks. 
sucks. But if he frees up Jeremy Howe to just run a mark, then... Yeah, well, that's what I think. I think I'm probably going to trade Lockie Weller to Howe, um, provided Magden hold his, holds his spot for round two. If he doesn't, um, I don't know. I'm probably just going to have to ride it out with Weller for a few more So, weeks. in your opinion, I've got Chris Weller and Houston. Yeah. Who would you be the... Who would you trade out first? Um, if if you if because it's going to be a sideways trade, I'd probably say Weller. I mean, it's I don't know how popular Weller even was for Supercoach, but certainly for fantasy, he was, he was a very left field pick for me. He had a uh, very good preseason. Yeah, he had a good preseason, and I don't know. He just filled that. I, I had pretty much a certain amount of money left, and he was pretty much the only one that I saw with that sort of value um, that actually had a chance going up. I didn't hate hate the pick. Um, but now that I've seen that Howe probably is a more capable fantasy scorer um, and would also free up a bit of cash, that's probably the option that I'm taking. But, yeah, who would you be? Who are you eyeing off at the moment? Look, that's so hard between the three. Like, Houston's going to have a lot of midfield time, but Wells is also going to have a lot of midfield yeah. time. Yeah. And then Chris, and Chris, it's such a reliable He can go very scorer. ballistic at times. Yeah. So... I don't know. It's almost worth holding on to those three, but then I can't... But I couldn't afford... believe they all binned out. Yeah. I can't afford to trade um, any of the cheaper options. I can't afford to go Brander up to Howe. Um, obviously, I don't think I even would want to. He's looks like he'll be able to keep some cash generation going. Well, it doesn't look like he's going to lose his spot, does he? Yeah. I'm, I'm fairly, fairly comfortable saying he'll stay there. Um, and then Robertson, obviously, if I could go to him to Howe, I probably would, but... On the other hand, it's got to be a one-off that he scored a 26. Um, I think he may have even scored less in fantasy. Yeah, he scored 20 in fantasy. So yeah, surely that's a one-off and he can go back to, I don't know, at least scoring some high 60s, low 70s. Here's, here's the big one that he's about to drop in price. Yeah. He's on, like his break-even and super coach is 73. Um, I don't know how it entirely works in fantasy, but he has to get 73. Otherwise, he just drops again. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm actually not too sure what his break even is at the moment, but I, I'd also imagine it would be, yeah, mid to high 70s. Um, yeah, I've, I reckon I'm probably just going to end up holding him for four or five more weeks and see how he's going there. Unless he scores another back-to-back 20 or something, then probably going to force my hand. But I'm thinking he has to at least come get a bit better than that over the next while. So I guess the other thing is there's not... A lot of options looking at it. Like the yeah. big the big option, like the one that I'm probably going to look at and probably do is John Noble. Johnny Noble. Yeah. He should keep his spot as well. I think he's just a bit too expensive in fantasy, unfortunately. He's a straight swap for Robin at the moment. Wow. Okay. So he's 100k more in fantasy. Um, Jeez. I probably won't be doing that. Um, but at the end of the day, I think with the with defense and... Um, with the back line. The good thing is, you know, that there's a lot of people in the same boat, um, especially on the bench. I have Starsevich there who, what did he score in round one? 34. So, you know, at least better than Robert, but also pretty shocking. And then my next bench option was Bailey Williams, who didn't even crack a game. So he's probably my loophole option. <laughs> yeah. Do you not have Zerk Thatcher? No, so Zerk Thatcher, I know that he was really popular in Supercoach. But he was $250,000 more in fantasy. Oh, boy. Yeah, he pretty much wasn't even a relevant option. 
Um, I know he was all the news over there. Oh, see. Yeah, well, he was he's supposed to be. 316k in fantasy. Probably just a bit too That's much. Yikes. What That's he's a, yeah. Um, so ah. I've just got Bailey Williams sitting on my bench. I don't even know if he's going to get a game, but he's my Yeah, I've got, I've got Trent Rivers on my bench as well. Yeah, there you go. Like basement, so. Who knows? He'll probably get a game at some point. Um, so, yeah, we'll move on to the midfield. Um, who are your big dogs in the midfield currently? Who are the big, big stars that you started off with? So, I'm sitting with Mitchell, Dangerfield, Bontempelli, Canelio, and then my 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 very own special pick, Viney, which Viney. I'm very happy with. Yeah, well, turned out he's all the buzz well. at the moment. I'm probably going to... He's the one that I'm eyeing off to get just because... First of all, he's unders anyways, but after that round one ballistic score, he's definitely going to go off in price a fair bit more over the next few rounds. My issue is, though, is that I have no one really to trade to him. So as I'll read out, my five premiums in the midfield are McRae, Gaff, Canelio, Taylor Adams, who's my you know player of difference a bit, but he played pretty well in round one. Um and Tom Mitchell. So I can't really trade any of those down. The only one I'm slightly considering is maybe Cornelio down to Viney, but even that sounds a bit... I Cogs is value town. Yeah, exactly. That's where I'm like, yeah. ugh. Well, he only scored 74 for us in fantasy round one, so I can see that he scored 114 for Supercoach. But I'm, I've probably got to hold on to him. But then after those five premiums, I've got Matty Rao... Uh, Tom Green and Pickett on the- are exactly the same as me. Yeah, yeah. The, that was the combo. Yeah. Um, my assumption is is that Tom Green's probably gonna get omitted for Callum Ward. Yeah. So I'm probably just gonna try to do a lot of shuffling and see if I can get Tom Green all the way up to Viney. Um, how I get there, I've got no idea. Um, here's your expensive, your expensive rookie. Um, and with like, I've got T Tyler Brown and Justin, uh, McInerney on the bench. As do I. Is, Brilliant. Yeah. So we, God, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, they both scored very well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they'll, as long as they hold their spot, they're just going to keep going up nicely in price. You'd imagine. Um, um, would you, would you, would you do a, one of those players to replace Grant on the field and then go from there? Um, if I can't find a way to get Tom Green up to Viney, then yeah, I'll probably chuck one of them two on the ground, whoever it is. Um, but I know that if I go um, Weller down to Howe, it'll free up a bit of money and then I'll need to find a big cash grab somewhere else. So I've got currently in the rucks, I've got Grundy, Jacobs and Naismith. Do you have the same? Oh boy, I have Grundy, Nat Nui and Crawford. Oh yeah, I forget that Jacobs isn't really value in Supercoach. He is value. He's, he's. I'm considering swapping over to him. Oh, there you go. How about Naismith? Was he Naismith? I didn't go for him because I he's on the bench. I just wanted to save because he's yeah. So I spent up uh, a fair bit extra yeah. to chuck him on the bench, and it is a bit frustrating when you see a pretty big score sitting on your bench, but um, the cash generation is pretty good. So whether or not. Uh, I trade one of those guys down to say Darcy Cameron, then I could almost definitely go Tom Green to What's Darcy Cameron sitting at? Um, he'd be rookie priced. And do you reckon he'll so. hold his spot for more than one week? 
I guess it'll depend. It's all going to depend on how he plays. Yeah. Um, well, if he has, if Mason Cox is fit next week, is Mason Cox a hundred percent coming into the team? I wouldn't have thought he's a one hundred percent lock. Like his one, he's so cheap. Yeah. Um. And he plays dual position. That's actually real handy for the forward line. Yeah, true. He's a forward ruck option, isn't he? Yeah. Ooh. That's almost a... It depends how... It's, that's a toughie. It's a risk. I think it's a, a bit of a risk going for him. But again, in the end, like, Naismith... Yeah. Had, well, I won't be playing might, him on... Just might not even play. Yeah. Well, then, we get, if we get to my forward line, that's where I'm probably in a fair bit of shambles. So... For Whitfield, how did Whitfield score in Supercoach? Whitfield scored decently. Um, oh, okay. He was... 109, I just saw on your screen. So he only yeah, scored 68. If, let me tell you, he was the not 20th scorer. He's 18th scorer, yeah. Yeah, so he um, only scored 68 in fantasy. And he's oh, boy. far and away the most expensive forward option. Um, and obviously the, with the way that scoring's being pretty heavily impacted in fantasy. There's a lot of talk about whether or not it's worth just going Whitfield down to Dusty, having Dusty as the uh, number one forward in your thing, um, and then using that money. Do you not have them both? Yeah, you could, absolutely. Um, I've definitely... I've The second everything started, I they were, the, they were my first two picks. Yeah. Um, I think I'm in the lower percentage that doesn't have Dusty. Yeah. Um. You're kicking yourself. Look, over the years, he, he has been someone that I often love picking just because in fantasy, he's really inconsistent. One week, he'll score 150. The next, you know, he could even go as low as 50. Um, but this shorter game format really seems to suit him. So it might be worthwhile getting him. Um, my next forward, I've got Andrew Brayshaw, who absolutely binned it up in round <laughs> one. I've got McPherson, so I'm in the same boat, just a different... <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm going to ride it out for an extra week or two with Brayshaw. Um, I just think surely he can't be that bad again. I mean, he had all that talk up in the preseason and it was for good reason. Round one surely was just an exception. I'll probably just ride him for an extra week. If he's been again, then I can always trade him then. Here's uh, a question. Yep. Chad Wingard. Yeah, so my very first trade after lockout lifted after round one, um, when obviously I was still had a fresh bit of anger towards Brayshaw, was Brayshaw <laughs> straight to Wingard. Um, now that I've had six or eight weeks, whatever the hell it's been, to sit on it all, um, I've reverted back to holding Brayshaw, but I am tempted to try find a way to get Wingard in because I think he's got the role. He's scoring well. Um, and it's hard to even think of a reason why not to get him. Um, yeah. Just what do you think? Don't rate him. <laughs> yeah. He's a player. Yeah. Otherwise, never have rated him high. Like he's so inconsistent. Yeah. Are you considering getting him? Because he looks fairly cheap. Well, I mean, McPherson of... stuffed me. So yeah, like, he had a killer. It's just so hard to say. Round one, like Gold Coast did not play. It's the same with Weller, like. Well, McPherson both scored very well in preseason, but then they just didn't turn up against Port. But then, yeah. like, do you take the plunge, just piss them off straight away, or do you keep them and hope for the best? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you've just got to back in the form, but what's... Here's that? another one. Got to solve your 
solve your Whitfield problem, do you go down to Haney? I do love Heaney, but I don't think Heaney's a consistent enough scorer fantasy-wise. Um, I know that he because he, because he's such a big impact player, he'd probably score a bit better in Supercoach. Um, so the thing is, for him to score well in fantasy, you'd need at least four goals out of him every week or three or four goals. How reliable that's going to be, I don't know. I'd, well, I'm, let me list you off Isaac Heaney's first... Uh, five rounds last year 85 67 137 130 98 74 68 64 it's very inconsistent okay so it's pretty inconsistent super coach as well so i'm glad that yeah. crosses open both i think if i'm going to trade with field to anyone it'd probably be down to dusty um which yeah that's uh, i'm still not even sure if i'm going to do that my big thing is yeah, I, I like the combination yeah my big thing is just waiting to see what rookies get picked and which ones get dropped because I think that's where the big shambles is going to be. So the um, big rookie that we're seeing, well, the big three, I guess, like rookies, kind of. Um, Sturt, yep. that's the biggest one. Um, he has 12%. In, he's been t- traded into 12% of teams. Yeah, well, I'm um, sitting on my bench, and yeah, he did well in round one. So Did you have him from the start? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's a Frankston, he's a Frankston boy. <laughs> Always good to plug in Frankston, isn't it? Yeah, um, and then Nay Smith and Noble are the other two. Probably big cash generation. Yeah, well, yeah, I've got, well, I don't have Noble because he's not too fantasy relevant. But I'm, I'm looking at your screen now, and Sturt, yeah, got him. How is the big one that I'm looking to get in? Um but looking at the players that have been traded out, I'm seeing Dylan Robin trade out a lot, which I feel like that's I, a bit reactionary to round I one. I think it's very straight swap. Most people will be doing the Robin to Noble. Oh, true. Yeah, I forget that Noble's a very clear option to super coach. Um, the interesting I, one is like I don't think a lot of people have been spot. pulling the pin on um, Danger and Bond. I don't know how they scored in fantasy. Yeah, not great. Yeah. What are, you, what are you thinking in regards to that? Um, yeah, so fortunately, I don't have either of them, so I don't have that big dilemma. But I smart. it is a dilemma. Um, well, actually, actually, having said that, I don't think Dane is too much of a dilemma. I think you hold him 100%. I agree, yeah. I think, it's because if he's going to have a million games at um, Kedinia yeah, Park. Yeah, and he, look, he got tagged in round one by DeBoer. He's not going to have that the best tagger in the comp probably um, every week. So... You know, I think that's a round one exception having Nabor on him. Um, and then Bont, yeah, I still like Bont. I mean, I, what's his fixture for the next few rounds? I'm pretty sure it's quite difficult for the next mm. few rounds. What my current thought process is, is Lockie Neal has four games in a row at the Gabba. And I feel like I'm going to be an absolute idiot if I leave Bont in and watch Neil just go 130, 130, 130. What's the price difference between the two of them in Supercoach? Um, so Bont is 623, and Lockie Neal is 658. So it's 30K. Yeah, it's not too bad. It seems, especially with the cash you get um, from Robert into Noble. Seems yeah, it'll, it'll work out quite well. Pretty straightforward to do that one. Um. Yeah, I mean, I love the bond, uh, but 
look, Neil, probably a better option there. If if you have the luxury to trade the two of them, that one to him. Why would five bonus trades? It's yeah. quite luxurious. Um. So what's your plan with Green? Like you said earlier, you're just going to chuck Brown or McNerney onto the field. And well, into any playing rookie or who else would could you even trade in? Who like? Yeah, I don't think I can generate the cash to trade in someone good. Yeah, so it's probably just. And there's no mid rookies that. Yeah, hopefully someone gets selected. In the next, I don't know. In the next few rounds, who's your big premium that you're trying to work your way up to? Or because you've got the five trades now, you're just trying to get as many of the important ones as you can in now, like Neil, for example. Or is it? Yeah, I think down the road. I think it's important to look at the fixture. Yeah. Um absolutely. ahead. And West Coast and Fremantle players I am very concerned about. Yeah. So playing away from home obviously gets very mm. it's a bit of an unknown. Fortunately playing Gold Coast round one hopefully means a few points for Nick Nat and Co. Yeah, but um, Jared Witts is the best ruckman in the comp. So oh true, I didn't even factor that in. Captain of the Gold Coast. <laughs> Calling an ex superstar. Yeah, I think it's more that, especially with Nick Nat, um, like, I don't know if I can keep him in the team with Nick Nat. It could be a trade down to Jacobs and then trade up. Um, maybe a Tom Green. Yeah, because the midfields, the midfield seems to be the only place that has any relevant scoring potential at the moment. Yeah, that's the big thing. That's why. It's exactly why I'm thinking about finding any route possible to get Tom Green up to Viney because, I mean, that, that money spent down in the back or up forward just doesn't seem as worth So looking into the next round, who do you reckon the best captaincy options would be for Randall? Well, I know Fantasy can now do this, um, but it's a big Grundy loophole kind yeah. of week. Yeah. Um, so there's footy. I'm definitely looking forward to it. <laughs> so Yeah. It'll be getting by well, having said that, um, Richmond do love giving up a lot of marks to defenders. That's their big thing. Even in round one, Doherty scored pretty well against them. Um, I mean, I feel like Brundy's, Brundy's the no-brainer, but if for some reason someone doesn't have Grundy, um, a Crisp or a Jeremy Howe isn't actually a bad option for a vice-captaincy just because of the playing style really suits them against Richmond. Um. um. Let's have a quick look at who's actually who's yeah. playing who um, again. Um, but let's just yeah pretend that Brundy, whatever, whatever reason, doesn't go big. Uh, who's your next captaincy options? I'm definitely liking the look of Dangerfield on a Friday night against Hawthorne. Not only does yeah. he love scoring against Hawthorne, but down at Cadinia Park, I'm thinking that's points galore. Um, the other one is... even It's, it's so tough. Lockie Neal against Fremantle. Like, Lockie Neal's the other one that I was... Like, that's another reason I wanted to bring him in is because he's just got so yeah. much firepower. Um, and even Viney could put on another clinic. He's playing against Carlton. Yeah, literally. Jeez, if there wasn't enough reason to get him in, there's a big one. Um, I just... This is the weirdest fantasy year. Yeah, well, so that's far. the thing. There's so many unknowns. Like, mean, looking at the top scorers, you can't see it being consistent. Absolutely not. Like Cunnington was our second highest scorer. And where did where did that come from? <laughs> Dylan Shield is 
terrible, but maybe he's value town. Yeah, maybe he's value this year. That's the thing you can't can't know for sure. Would, would you consider a Dylan Shield? Um, look, I definitely think he's more relevant for fantasy just because um, accurate kicking doesn't come into mm. contention. It's more just about banging it on the boot. Um, the more touches, the better. Um, but even then, look, I probably, I personally wouldn't wouldn't get him just because he just seems too much of an outside option. Um, if he does have a bad bad round two, you'll pretty much be the only one with him. Um, I don't know. There's a few other pretty good options as well. That that's why Taylor Adams. That's the pick that I'm really happy with. Yeah. Um, I thought he was a little bit unders coming into round and going to this year. Um, and yeah, paid dividends in round one with a nice ton. Um, so I'll probably be sticking with him for the foreseeable future. Outside of that, who knows? Who even if knows? you're a big West Coast man, <laughs> yeah, Shannon Hearn, do you want him or um, do you just leave him? That's, that's one of those things again where. Fantasy option compared to super coach option, I feel like he'd be a lot more relevant in super coach. Who was the top scorers in in defense? Um, right, fantasy? Yeah. I'll give that a check now. Uh, I can hear a nice noise of you cracking open another one. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, top scorer for us was Jeremy Howe with one ten. Uh, yeah. Then Adam Saad with a hundred. That was his first ever fantasy ton, and. It's hard enough to get a ton now as it is for Corona, let alone getting his first one with the short minutes. And then I'm just looking at all of those players, um, like Hearn, Jetta, Brian Jones. Like none of these guys are known for being big fantasy options. Yeah, exactly. Like Hearn over the last two years maybe became a bit more relevant yeah. to fantasy. Even then, he's probably still your D five or D six option. Definitely not top score. Definitely- he was he was one of my um D twos I think last year. Yeah, there you go. From all the year before. I think the year before he had a massive year last year, he fell off. Yeah. I still reckon this year he'll be pretty good for Supercoach just because, I don't know, maybe I'm looking too much into it now that he has his captaincy lifted and maybe he just feels a bit more free to just roam around the back and collect those kicks and do a few more risky things. So his first 10 rounds, he averaged like 110, 115, and then he just dropped off. Yeah. Heavily. Well, uh, you can always look into just him being old because of that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the eight weeks off now he'll be good for another few rounds again. Um, just for a quick pick up. Um, but yeah, defense is quite annoying. I'm trying to look at Laird. You remember how he scored in round? Yeah, Laird. Laird is going to be throwing out of teams. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He was a very big day one just because of his past performance, and he. Yeah. Well, he scored a seventy for us in round mm. one. Yeah. But. Yeah, he's just too expensive for me to even consider getting. I, yeah, he's just he's just, it's, I don't know he's he's been a really good scorer over the past. Yeah, he he scored eighty eight for us. He was the twenty sixth high scorer. Yeah, so probably not a great round one, but I, I reckon he'll be good over the year. I just I just don't have any way to getting to him right now. I just think there's too many other value options um, in defense just to use there. Um, um what's your current plan? What's your goal? Well, the big thing is, is of course that finals. Uh, what round do they start for us now? So we've got seventeen rounds. So finals start what round thirteen? Yeah, um, not far. 
So no one's really going to have a complete team. Oh, if you do, well done. But I feel like... No, you, no it's almost impossible. Yeah, I feel like most people will probably have at least one rookie still on ground. Um, so yeah, my goal is to get down to one rookie by the time final starts. Um, round one, I was ranked 15,000. So I'm forgetting about the car already. My fi- my focus is on finals now. Um, hopefully yeah. finishing top four in all my leagues that I'm in. Um so yeah, in that regard, I'm definitely looking more at my league setup than overall scoring. So if I can just find a way to get wins and get my way down to one rookie or two rookies left by the start of finals, that's definitely my goal. How about you? Um, it's a hard one to attack just because it's like the mid um, it's gonna be a big midfield focused year for me. Yeah. Just because of the lack of premiums in every other role. Absolutely. Um, I think the key is going to be to find the primos early and get on them early. Yeah. Um, I think Dusty and Whitfield and Supercoach are going to be one two. Um, yeah. Forward scorers. Yeah, for, I think for the rest gonna, of the year. They'll be top two for fantasy as well. I'd be very surprised if they weren't at least. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be hard to find rookies because rookies aren't going to get games because they got nowhere to show their mm. skill. Um, How about with your rucks? Are you looking at getting gone in eventually, or are you happy just to ride? I think them? yeah, it's gonna be eventually, um, eventually a gone kind of operation. Um, because obviously there's value town and Nick Nat, value town and um Naismith and Jacobs. Yeah. So I think it's about working your way up to gone. Um, people are jumping off gone at the moment, and yeah, well that's that's the front yeah. The next four weeks is really good for his rucking, from what I can see. So he's versing. Carlton round two, who don't even have, don't have a ruck, man. So that's going to be points galore. Round three, he's versing Essendon. Who's their ruckman? I can tell you. Um, is it still Bell Chambers? Yeah, look, I was <laughs> probably. Bell Chambers is 100. I'm not even sure he's tired. Who, whoever <laughs> the hell is rucking for them, Gorn's going to have a field day against them in round three. And oh, roll, Ridley. Roll up to round four. Have a guess who he's playing then. Cats. Once again, not an established Ruckman there. So he's got three rounds in a row where he's not playing any established Ruckman. I th- that's almost worth getting in. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but I sadly I can't find a way to get him into my team now just because of Naismith and Jacobs are both just too much value. But if you are lucky enough to have gone in, I'd definitely say just enjoy the ride because he's going to score a lot. And It could be a, a wait tool because he's going to drop him. Gone will drop in price. Oh, he, 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 yeah, my break even is 177. Right, if okay. Max Gorn scores 177 next, next week, yeah. And then maybe the week after, hopefully. hopefully so maybe Jacobs week. jumps up 200,000, Gorn drops 200,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible, right? Let's see what Gorn scored in. Fantasy. I think they're the only relevant Ruckman. Yeah, he scored a 73. Grundy, Grundy Gorn, Nick Nat, Jacobs, and Naismith. Yeah. And yeah, Nick Nat's not even that relevant for fantasy, so he certainly wouldn't be an option. Yeah, we've only really got four relevant. Yeah, Nick Nat scored a nice fifty for fantasy. Not too relevant. Hey, he turned up for the he turned <laughs> up here. Just a few differences in scoring there. Um all right, perfect. How did Jacobs go? Uh so Jacobs scored eighty, which is um a ton for us now. Or you know Yeah, we, Jacobs we, got hundred and thirty four. Yeah, so we we just call 80 a ton now for fantasy. And then 
Naismith scored 78, so pretty much just under the coronavirus ton. Um, <laughs> Jacob's break even is negatives. <laughs> there you go. No reason not to not to chuck him. In. Yeah. Um, he's not yeah. going. He's like he's not going to score. It's hard to say because um, the way Supercoach works is there's a set amount of points that divvy up between all the players. Yeah. Um, and yeah, exactly. because there's less time. So impact moments give well. more points. They're just going to get so much more. Yeah. So suddenly, like, your players that, um, like your Dusties and your Ruckman and your big impact midfielders, like, supposed to be Dangerfield, are going to get big titles because they're doing a lot quickly. Yeah, um, exactly. But then, like, your longer game players, um, like your Hills and all those sort yeah. of players. Well, that's a, that's um, where the issue is with Whitfield. Whitfield feels a bit more like a longer game sort of player, and that's where I'm, like... Is it worth trading him out because he's so much money, and maybe that money could be spent better elsewhere? But ugh. on the other hand, it feels a bit sacrilegious trading out who's player that's probably going to be the highest scoring forward. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a hold with. I think you have to hold him. Yeah, I mean, if you've already spent the money on him in the preseason, it's yeah, it's got to back it in. Um, onto the forward rookies. It's all over the shop, I'm finding. So I've got Sturt on my bench and Max King on my bench. And then on the field, I got Boudreaux, who scored, what did he score? 32 in round one. Got Curtis Taylor, who scored 47 in round one. And Kavara, who scored 23. So how many of them do you reckon are holding their spot? So you have you have gone, you've fucked up with your rookies, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, who do you have up forward? See, I've got... Davis, he got 51. Oh, okay. So you um, two rookies on field. I've got three rookies on field. So I've got Davis and Butterick on the bench, 51 to 44. Yeah. And then uh, Georgiadis, he got 80. And then Kavara that binned out with 32. Ooh, Georgiadis. So I'm happy with my forwards. Yeah. I just, Kavara's the one that's, um everyone's jumping off. Yeah. Well, is he even going to hold this spot? Okay. Well, he only got 32. He hit the snag, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 258K in fantasy. Not too bad. Um, I'd get get him in. That's probably what I'll do. So the big one, the big two forwards to look at are your Sturt and your Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Sturt more so just because of um, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna jump up in price. Yeah, and he'll probably hold his spot for longer. Well, yeah, Sturt's mm. on the bench, fortunately, so I can just chuck him on field if needed. Yeah, uh, King is an interesting bench choice. Yeah, well, I'm just thinking I'm never gonna play him on field, but. He should hold his spot for most of the year, so should just be some nice cash generation and then offload him when I need to right in time for finals. That's the basic plan with him. Yeah. Whether or not that works out, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But then you've also got Ben Davis down. Um, we've got a utility option this year in fantasy who doesn't fall yeah. anything. Um, and he scored that nice 37, so do you reckon he'll hold his spot? Probably not, but... He got 51 for Supercoach, um, which yeah. he was the third highest scoring rookie rookie. I don't really count Rao as a rookie because he's a fucking free. <laughs> um, but he I don't even know what Rao scored. Well. 64, yeah. Just so solid. They got 80 for us. Yeah. yeah. Just such a damn solid player. Um, so, yeah, that's my overall look at that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, who do you reckon the best value pick? What's I think you? it has to be Jacobs or Viney. Yeah. They're the two players that you really I've have to look I've heard so at. many murmurs around Viney going into round one. 
I probably should have looked. Oh, he into put it. on a clinic in the preseason, yeah. like. Yeah, and I I was looking into it a little bit, but all of a sudden, when round one hit, and he just went off in that that game against the Eagles, and then everyone that was talking about Viney just wouldn't shut up about it, and I was just thinking, why the hell did I not pay more attention there? And now I feel like I'm just chasing because I really want him in my team. I don't see his price going anywhere but up, and I think his scoring should, at the very minimum, be averaging a ton from here on out. Um, One player that every team must have. Ooh. Oh. Every team must... I don't know. Mitchell, probably. He's- you reckon? I mean, look, Grundy seems like the option that I'd say, but I know a few people who are really chasing value and going with a Jacobs Naismith setup in the middle and so much value. Yeah. And they have a lot of money to spend elsewhere. And I personally wouldn't do it, but I know I can understand it. Like for me, Grundy's a must have, but um, I can understand why someone wouldn't want to have him. So I'd probably just say Tom Mitchell, he's unders and he'll be scoring tons pretty much. Every- yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say he'll be scoring a ton every week. Yeah. He- I don't know why so not good. that many people started Mitchell. Yeah, He's well, just... I know in fantasy he was massive just because he was always the fantasy uh, fantasy goat or pig as referred to. So he has an ownership of fifty two percent in fantasy. Okay, it's much less in um. Yeah, there you go. Well, I think yeah he'll be scoring really well. That's my fantasy must have. Overall for both, I don't know. Probably Pickett or Rao. You just got to have both of them. Yeah, I think like Pickett's just gonna keep growing. Yeah, price. I think going. if you, I think if you don't have Grundy, do whatever you can to get Grundy. <laughs> otherwise, you will lose. Absolutely. Well, do- um, on the Traders podcast, which I listen to, um, I think they one of them put it best. Um, when you pay for Grundy, you're not paying for one Grundy; you're paying for two because yeah, there's your free captaincy option every week. If you don't. Not sure where to go. He's such a safe fantasy option that you can just click on every time, stress-free. Plus, Collingwood already have, I think, three out of four Thursday slash Friday night game. Yeah, exactly. And if that isn't enough of a sweetener, there you go. There's your vice-captaincy loophole. And I think I heard Naismith was having some hamstring issues throughout the week. Yeah, true. Um, I was just about to get around to that. Oh, you don't have it, so I can't ask you if you're going to trade him. Yeah, what what, what do you think you do? Yeah, well, I'm... All I'm just going to say is that I hope he he does play. If he doesn't get selected, geez, I've got some thinking to do. Whether or not I go Naismith down to Cameron, oh, I don't know. You, you have the luxury of having him on the bench. Yeah, exactly. So he's already given me a bit of value. Um, how much money did he get me around one? Um, oh, look. So he already went up 30k in round one. But his, his break-evens and negatives... Uh, I'd probably hold on to him for another few rounds, even if he doesn't get named, just because that's so much money he'll make. But yeah, I don't know. Finding a way to get Cameron seems pretty good. I mean, Cameron was just such a good scorer in the twos over the last few years over in Sydney. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he can score, you know, mid sixties, low seventies, um, when he steps up to the big time. But Wait and see with that one. Um, as a Collingwood fan, what are you expecting from Cameron? Do you reckon he'll just be playing that? It's I've got no Mason idea. Cox role I've seen, we've seen one game out of him. Like 
He did, he looked all right in the preseason game, but nothing to. I think it's going to be a a big a, a just tall target forward. Yeah. Um, so just purely, yeah. we needed, we needed yeah. him as a backup. Yeah. So he's just very much a pinch hit. Ruckman. He definitely um, splitting time with Grundy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm going to list you a few players real quick. Yeah. Um, these are some interesting ones, ones that to consider. Um, so you got Stephen Hill, who Not might be fit. Yeah. Do you jump? Is not Van Fantasy? So in Super Coach, would you jump on Stephen Hill? He sits at one ninety, um, basically rookie, for very like just above of rookie price. Look, purely based on the fact that I know he's a very effective kick and knows how to uh, find targets, that seems Super Coach relevant to me. If he's as cheap as you say, um, I think he would be an option um, if he's selected. A so, Tom Green option. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If if, you, if Tom Green's dropped and Stephen Hill's selected. I definitely think for Supercoach, that's a reasonable option. But yeah, fantasy, I don't think at all. But um, yeah, Supercoach, don't mind it. Um, Tom Tom Doty. Oh, so he's he'll be back. Um, he should be back against in the in the in the showdown. Yeah, um, he's at that. Price. What's he? He's for us. He's at two seventy. Wow. Yeah. So he's four oh three for us in fantasy. So once again, I'm going to say yeah, not a fantasy option, but. 203, I remember how good he was in his rookie year, so I think for under 300k, yeah, it's probably worthwhile for Supercoach. Especially it's if a tough one if you don't know how well he's going to score. Sorry? If you don't know how well he's going to score. Like, he, coming off an ACL, it's not Yeah. Well, if he's ideal. selected, I just assume that he'll be, at the minimum, be able to score above his required break-even. So I think he'll be making price... If you're going to get him in, probably use him as a bench option. I wouldn't chuck him on field. Um, so, yeah, I'd say yes for Supercoach is a bench option. That's probably what I'd say there. Um, Harley Bennell. Oh, so I'm good. assuming he's rookie price for you guys as well. Yes, so Harley Bennell is definitely a fantasy option, 100%. Uh, I'm really big on him, personally. Um, I'm just going to quickly double-check with prices again. Yeah, so he's 224. Yeah, we have him at basement. Which if he's selected, that. I'm 100% getting him in. Probably not playing him on field, but if for whatever reason I have to do that, I'll do that. If it's Tom Green for Vanell, maybe. I'll, oh, actually, no, I'll probably play Tyler Brown on field, Vanell on the bench. But, yeah, if he gets selected, I'm 100% big on getting him in, um, both for Super Coach and Fantasy. Uh, Curtis Taylor? Uh, he's in my no, line. Rookie? Yeah. Yeah, he's in my forward line at the moment. Um. Yeah, hopefully hold his spot. I mean, I can't really say whether he's a must-have to get in. He only scored 47 for us um, in fantasy, so I probably wouldn't be moving too much around just to get Curtis Taylor, but if you've got... You've got the 79 in Supercoach, which is Shit, that's one of the very big scoring. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I'd say that sounds a lot more urgent to get him in Supercoach then. But yeah, fantasy, I wouldn't, yeah, be shuffling around too much to get him in, but... If you need a forward rookie and you don't have too many other options, yeah, he's worthwhile. He wouldn't be a someone you'd pass on. Here's an interesting one. Yep. Um, in the for the forward line, I think or the rock. Uh, let me just double check. I'm pretty sure he's a rock option. Um, John Segler. Ooh. So he's got a hundred. Has is it a middle real middle tier price? Uh, and we'll have the number one rock spot. Yeah, well, I've heard that McAvoy's getting played down in defense, which is the big thing. 
Yeah, um, but you can start him in the forward line for a 400k. Yeah. So yeah, it's 558 in fantasy. I'd say too much for fantasy. I mean, he only scored 55. I, I'd say definitely not fantasy relevant. 400k, you're probably sitting on that maybe relevant price in Supercoach. How did he score? In it's, in that, it's in that he got 100. He got 100, um, which was the eighth highest in the right wow. position. Um, well, you don't know because he's got obviously McAvoy's there. I think it's a big risk going for him. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd it's say probably a bit too much just for um. Yeah, yeah, I'd say pass on both. I I, I don't think you can chuck someone like Segler into your team. Um, look, maybe he'll score another few tons, but even in the long run, I think he'll end up scoring a few forties and fifties, and who knows, McAvoy can come back. Yeah, it's too many variables to pick Segler. And lastly, Ben Long. Um. So had a quite a big score on Supercoach. He's sitting just a, uh, just just below three hundred thousand as well. Yeah, but he's twenty two, and he's competing with Hunter Clark for that um halfback spot. Once again, yeah, I think he's probably more Supercoach relevant than fantasy relevant. Four hundred k, he's out in fantasy, which is just probably just too much to justify picking him up. But if he's under three hundred k in in Supercoach, and as you said, he scored pretty well in round one. Um, definitely worth looking at too. It's, it's one of those ones where I think if he fits into your trades, it's worth doing. But if it's if you've got to shuffle around way too much just to chase getting him, it's probably not worth it. Um, and do you think that if you don't have Devin Smith, you should quit playing fantasy? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far to say quit, but yeah, look. He is re- disgusting value to Yeah, he's just way too far unders. I, he's, he's slightly more expensive in fantasy, so I know a few people that haven't gone with him, but I'd still say he's majority of people have him, and I'm definitely on the big boat saying that he's pretty much must-have for fantasy. I know like he should he's average very high. Yeah, well, I'm expecting um, he'll average, yeah, somewhere near a ton. Or in fantasy, I don't know, high... High 70s, low 80s, which would be around the ton usually. Um, so, yeah, absolute value for sure. All right. So that is us for today's edition of the Super Fantasy Super Subs podcast. For the Super Super, um, yep. For the Super Super, Super Duper Duper. Uh, we'll hopefully be chopping these out every week to give you guys a bit of fantasy know-how. Um, I ranked in the top 2% once, so... <laughs> Still pretty bad, but wow, we got the goat all, on the line here. It's all progress. I think you had a pretty high ranking yourself once. Um, yeah, two years ago, last year probably wasn't as great for me, but I was close to a hat two years ago. But yeah, I don't know. Rank fifteen thousand after round one. I think it's a long road back to get there. Yeah, yeah, but I've I butchered round one. I I forgot. I was very drunk and <laughs> I forgot to put Grundy back on my. Yeah, field. Well, I'm worried with the lockout this week on Friday. Hopefully. You know, it's not too many beers deep by the time lockout rolls in, or oh, you'll be ten beers deep by the time lockout begins. <laughs> we'll see so what happens. Gonna have to lock you in. <laughs> we'll have to make sure you're locked in real early. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, All right. being back on. Thank you, Lewis. And yeah, hopefully we can discuss our trades and a few other options um, for the rest of the year. Awesome. Go Pies. Up the Eagles. Bartell outnumbered, gets rid of a couple, bouncing ball, Mooney, still Mooney, Milburn, can you believe it? The sub probably 
the, the super sub. 